0: Welcome to another edition of the CUSP Show, the Columbia University Sports Podcast. We're here at Radio Row at Super Bowl. I'm Joe Favorito along with Scott Rosman. Hey, Joe. How are you doing? Cool. So some of the topics we've touched on already, Scott, are CBD, gambling, and concussions. So now we're going to talk about football. Okay. That's all right, anyway. Uh, but as uh, I said to our guest just before we started, he went to school in the Bronx, which are probably, those are three things that come up a lot when you're kind of <laughs> going up and down Fordham Road. Uh, but Chase Edmonds, now with the Arizona Cardinals, Fordham University graduate. Welcome to the Custom Show.
1: I appreciate you guys having me. Thank you.
2: So, Chase, for our listeners who mm. are not either Arizona Cardinals fans, not Fordham fans, right. you just
0: shrunk the whole audience, by
2: the, the way. Whole so sure, the whole audience. <laughs> Tell us your story.
1: Yeah. So, I uh, grew up in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, down in central PA. Yeah. In the, um, McDevitt? Central off East, actually. Very uh, good public school. I was a public school guy. We had a lot good, of guys go good, to McDevitt, though. Good. And, um, Public school guy, too, Southeast Pennsylvania. Yeah, so, right. okay. And uh, really, I had a coach, Coach May, kind of talk to me, said I got this guy that coaches up at Fordham. I'm like, man, what, what is Fordham? Like, you know, I, w- I didn't have no offer at the time yet. And uh, so I go up there, and the, the coach, they, they watch my film, Coach Joe Moorhead and Coach Bryner, Andrew Bronner.
2: Yep.
1: And uh, they, they love me. They tell me that they think I'm an FBS running back and that if I don't go FBS, uh, they would love for me to have you. You know, they were very supportive of my, uh, my dreams. My goals always were just... To, to play FBS football, man. And um, honestly, biggest blessing in my life was not getting an FBS offer because it didn't matter where it was. Idaho, it didn't, it didn't matter. I was going to go to New Mexico State. Um, but didn't get an FBS offer, go to Fordham, and uh, you know, I ended up having a great career at Fordham.
2: So let's pause for one second. sir. Sure. So we talk a lot to our students, and you hear these truisms, you know, things happen for a reason yeah, everything yeah. Else. But at the time, not getting an FBS offer... What was your reaction? Were you, were you devastated? Were you, you know, were you just pissed off? You were super, super, so pissed off, days. man.
1: I, and I came to school pissed off. And, uh, like, my freshman year is crazy. I talked to, you know, my college guys down. Like, if you, if you look at Chase Edmonds, the freshman, and then, like, Chase Edmonds, like, the junior, senior, how much my personality just developed and I finally opened up with you because, um, uh, my freshman year, man. I mean, I wasn't talking to nobody. My roommate, we we're we were all right, kind of cool, but like, I was really just focused on that football side. Of just like, I'm gonna show why I should have been. I should have had an FBS offer, and I let that just motivate me my whole first year, man. And um, again, you know, like you said, everything happens for a reason. If I'd have got that FBS offer, who knows where away, went? And who knows how it worked out for me?
0: So we're, we we um, we work at Columbia. We teach At yeah. Columbia, um, obviously, kind of similar programs with Fordham. What was it like? Being at a school like Fordham, both from an educational and an athletic yeah. standpoint. How did you balance that?
1: Yeah, very challenging, man, because I, like, I talked to my guys who go to like, the big universities. Yeah. They weren't doing the schoolwork I was doing. Uh, you what know? did you, ma- what'd you major in? I majored in communication broadcasting, wow. so I wanted to be in a broadcasting booth when the sauce set Yeah, Yeah. That's <laughs> what I made. <laughs> <laughs> he did, sure. This, yeah. this is
0: the bad example,
1: right? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right so it's very different because you know i'm actually you're doing the school work you're going to study hours man and like there's no cutting corners with that you know fordham is, is very strict on that and then the football side of it you know when i go to fordham and people ask you obviously what do you want to do with your life and you tell them i want to play in the nfl you know you're going to get those looks like yeah like that you're going to get those looks like come on bro like you're a fordham calm down you know and um for me man so i just tried to ignore the noise and really just always focus on what i wanted to do with my life and um if if I put in that work and I didn't ha- and it didn't happen, then that's that's God telling me that look, man, I got something else planned for you. But uh, I made sure that when I went to forum I was going to work my tail off every single day, in and out, and really just be in control of whether or not I got to accomplish my dream.
0: So so for those who don't know, I think I'm right. Uh, in your four years, wins over Army and Temple, yes. correct? Um, the highest of record books, NCAA record books for rushing and playing for a Coach Joe Moorhead Moe who went Moe. on to an amazing career at Penn State. Yeah. Kind of got screwed at Mississippi State and now he's going to have another opportunity. at Ar- Ar- Not Ar- Oregon, Arden, yeah, Arden, I, uh, I just yeah.
1: had dinner with Coach Joe Mo really? two days ago, That's man. Great. Yeah. And by the way,
0: I worked at Fordham when Joe Moorhead was the quarterback and we went 0-11. So I had a little well, bit of Was so he the starting
1: quarterback when we went 0 He was oh, a 11. backup quarterback. Ah, I, I was, was about, about to get on yeah. him. I was about to get on him. <laughs> 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 anyway,
2: but this is, this is like, the blocks are grinding. Yeah, coming out soon. Yeah, seven blocks is ready. Fordham, yeah. you know, free for but, but the
0: funny thing is, with the blocks, the seven blocks of granite, when they came about, and those were the legendary, the two legendary lines at Fordham, a lot of them in the Hall of Fame, every once, every couple of years, Scott, they'd find another one that they used to call the chips because there was another chip of a block of granite that we kept inducting into the yeah, Fordham yeah. Hall of Fame over and over again. They were probably like 75 by the end of, or when they finally decided they were all passed away. So, but then you actually get a chance yeah. to play in the NFL. Tell us what that was like after you finished your college career. Going to the you went to the combine, correct? Correct. What was that process like, and, and how did you kind of how did that play out in your yeah. head? Yeah, and can
2: I interject one more yeah. thing? I think our, a lot of our listeners would be curious about the whole agent recruitment process. Yes. Too. Okay. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, what yeah. That
1: looked like. So I'll, I'll talk about the agent recruitment just because that came first. So um, really, kind of just in terms of like my dreams and aspirations with the NFL, I didn't really have an idea of really how close I was to reality to making the NFL until uh, the end of my junior year. I was a first-team All-American and everything, and uh, I wasn't even thinking about the NFL yet. Still getting ready to go back to school. And I got a call, and it was from some random area code, and it was a, it was an agent. <laughs> and I'm this is uh man, I was at my mom's, so this had to be uh, like winter break of my junior year. Okay. And this agent is talking. Not winter break. Maybe uh spring break. No, early December because mm-hmm. we didn't start winter break yet. Yeah. This agent's talking to me, and the certified agent, official guy, had a couple clients. And he's like, "Hey man, I just wanted to know uh, where your head was at." I'm like. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, going to go
0: back and finish school. i got to go back and finish school. school. Yeah. What should yeah. you talk about? And, uh, i got philosophy for
1: And um, me, so. he, he, he talks to me. He's like, you know, man, well, look, your name's on the radar. And um, honestly, I don't know if it's in your best interest to go back to school just because at your position, you really can't do much more. I mean, sure, you can be an All-American mm-hmm. again. You can rush for 1,600 yards or whatever it is. And, and that's all cool and dandy, but you're not going to do much to up your stock. And I thought he was kind of just blowing smoke. So I was like, you know, man, I appreciate it, but I'm going to uh, already know. And I got about two or three more calls again, all from agents. So uh, from that standpoint, that's where it really started. Um, I kind of got hit by a rock and a hard place. So I was kind of like, man, like, they have great points. And now I'm kind of thinking, like, you know, I can always go back and finish my degree at Fordham. Ultimately ended up staying at, at Fordham. And um, that's where my senior year happened, where the injuries happened. And, uh, you know, my stock t- took a fall. And, again, to me, you know, like we're just talking about everything happens for a reason. I'm kind of like... Man, my stock is ruined. You know, I mean I was a top ten running back. When when they first came out I was number ten. And now I, I dropped out, agents stopped calling me. And um, you know, my stock goes down and I end up getting drafted to Arizona. And the funny thing about me getting drafted to Arizona was that my parents had split up when I was in college. And my sister, uh, she took her masters at ASU, so she was already staying out in Arizona living there. And this was about March. So this is about a month and a half before the draft is going and my mom decides she's gonna move to Arizona to Get closer to Morgan, oh, my come sister. On. Yeah, come on, right? And lo and behold, man, the Lord blessed me to, to get drafted to Arizona, and now I got my sister out there, my mom. I'm able to see my daughter now with joint custody because my mom's out there, my family. So it's just, it's amazing how God works, man, and uh, just put me in that position where my senior year, I'm like, man, this is the worst year of my life. Why is this happening to me? And He's setting me up for a blessing in the future. I don't even see coming.
2: So talk a little bit about. Than adjusting to life as a professional actor, right. a little a little bit yeah. easier, right? Because you, your family is there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a you know you seem like you've got a, a pretty tight uh, and strong support group around you. But talk about the transition. It's your first job, right? I yeah, I mean, you yeah, came right out of college. It's your first yeah. job, right? So talk about the, the first job and then what the journey's been like
1: from, from there, and from I, a back professional. Up, I,
0: actually, sort. when you bring that up about jobs, did you have any internships when you were in school?
1: Man, I was so committed to football. I had it. They got me a CBS Sports Network internship, and I told them I wanted to turn it down because I felt like, man, if I'm missing these summer workouts, I'm not getting better. I'm not helping this team get better. Mm-hmm. So I, I turned it down. And, wow. uh, obviously, I kind of wish I would have did it, but, you know, I I was just so, so hooked and so drawn to doing anything that I could to, to make my dream come true. Cool. So I ended up turning them down. But uh, I remember going to NFL first job, man. You got that fanboy stage where I see Larry for the first time, I see Patrick Peterson for the first time, David Johnson for the first time, and uh, you're like, wow, I'm I'm in the NFL, and I'm you know these are these are like Larry's a first battle of Hall of Fame bona fide legend, and uh, I'm here practicing with him, and uh, really just sat back, kind of did it how I did freshman, year just observe didn't say much to nobody, kind of just observed how professionals practiced, how they approached their game on and off the field, how they approached, you know, really their brand. You are your brand. You know, how do you represent your brand? How do you make those right decisions? How do you avoid making bad decisions? And um, just really took notes, man, every single day on how to be a pro and how to be a pro's pro. And uh, going in. Finally, start to get some playing time, really see how the NFL schedule works, see how the NFL hits work. You know what I mean? The Patriot League hit and the NFL hit is two completely different things. I, I promise you that. But, uh, like, I remember um, the third preseason game of my rookie year, David wasn't going to play, so I was going to get the start. I got the start against Dallas. I got 11 carries. And uh, really just to feel the NFL hit and feel like the, the games feel like, man, it was awesome. It was, it was such a blessing. And, um, you know, I fast forward to year two where, uh, you know, I was hitting my stride before I got hurt and everything like that. So, like, now I have that confidence where, like, man, I know I can play at a high level just how I did at Florida. So it's just all about taking that next step really preparing again, you know, and just finding a ways to be a better football player.
0: How much faster was the game at the NFL level? Is the game at the NFL level?
1: Uh, you know, honestly, outside of the box... I think that's why you see rookie receivers adjust so fast because it's, it's really just 7-on-7, man. I mean, obviously the guys are a little better with technique-wise, a little faster, but it's not much. But it's really in that box, man, where, like, the linemen, the running back, the linebackers, everybody is fast. Like, you have D-ends running 4 fives, four fours. 4-4s. You have D-tackles who can who can move. And then the linebackers, in some cases, are faster than the running back. So that's where the adjustment was for me in terms of just, okay, when you see a lane, you got to go. There, there's no – you cannot hesitate. We'll take a two-yard game. A two-yard game in the NFL is not a bad play. You know, it's a, it's a play where you're just trying to find a way to get some mojo going. And, um, man, that but that speed of the game, I did a pretty decent job of just adjusting to it just because I was always smart. So, I mean, I knew my plays. I didn't have to think about the plays. And I kind of just studied film, so I knew kind of what the defense was showing. The looks weren't absolutely, you know, alien language to me. So, uh, it was cool, man. Cool adjusting to that speed of the game, though.
2: Yeah. So, my background at Columbia and prior Scott to... Scott played in the NFL.
1: Did right. you? What position? It.
2: Stop, it. <laughs> Stop <it>. oh. <laughs> I'm over here. I played left, out. Um, <laughs> left so out. The extent of my football career was I was a kicker in high school. Okay. Okay. So, there you go. You know, and, and, I'm sorry, Kickers are important. Kickers are important, but they're Very not important. real football players, yeah. right? <laughs> so, so, but worked and created at Wharton, was part of the group that created... Uh, the first career transition program yeah. for the players, right, and getting them ready for life after the game, something that we continue to stress. We, we actually just finished a program uh, at Columbia yeah. with women soccer players, getting okay. them ready yeah. for life after the game, you know, different circumstances financially, right? right? Um, so we talk a lot with the young guys. I mean, young guys, right, guys your age, yeah. you know, you know the conversation is, "Hey, you're not thinking about this right now because you're so focused." So But at what moment, if you haven't started already, do you start thinking about what's next? Oh man, a, I mean, let's put it a great NFL career yeah. for you. Say you make it to 32.
1: Yeah, right. You've done 10 years in the league as a you running back. your whole life, right? Yeah. What's next? Right. Um, and that's why I was just so fortunate and blessed, man, to go to Fordham, just because they, they ask those questions about what's next, you know. And um, that's why I got the broadcasting degree. That's why I realized that I wanted to go in the broadcasting booth just because it's close to the game of football. It's close to sports. I love debating with people. I love I love debating. So um, that's really where I see my career going. Um, kind of opened up, really. I always wanted to be a GM, but I don't know if I want to take that, that stretch just because you got to start all the way back at the bottom, man. Tough life. It's, mm-hmm. tough, it's a very tough, tough life. life, man. So uh, that, that's kind of what it started for me and dumb. Really being close to Larry, you know, uh, he's he's always he's always preparing <laughs> you for that. What's what's next? He always tells you, you know, football's not gonna take you to to the end of time, man. And um, he's always answered those questions for us and helped us out.
2: You're an owner of an NBA team like he is now.
1: Exactly. exactly. Right. Larry he knows how to make business moves, man. Uh, yeah. he always tells me about that. And um so being close to him again, just just paying attention to how he's doing and, He's already helping us and giving us advice on certain investments and just how you approach those things.
2: Yeah, and it's funny. We've had, um, ironically, I guess funny enough, uh, a couple of former NFL players. Actually, one guy who caught, Andrew Hawkins, who came through our program and got an ambassador as an active player. He's obviously in the space now. Um, And Marcus Kuhn, who we just saw. Uh, who's you know played what four or five years in the league for the Patriots, the, and the NFL in Germany, Giants and Patriots, who's yeah. calling the Super Bowl for NFL Germany. Oh wow, right? that's cool man! Um, that's awesome. For the leading you know for the leading yep. broadcast network there. So you know it, it's never too early to start thinking right. about what's what's next, and, and you seem to have, be yeah. in that space. Yeah, that's right. right.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, what's
0: um, yeah. when you, when you now look ahead to your next season? What's the biggest challenge yeah. for you now as yeah. a little bit of a veteran? And what's it like playing in Arizona?
1: Uh, for me, I think the biggest challenge is just taking that very next step, man. And really, you know, before the injury, I was starting to become a very good catalyst for the offense. And um, for me, it's just being that, taking that next step and trying to be the guy or just trying to be one of the guys where your number is called upon every single week, weekend and weekend. And, um, you know, Larry talks to me about it all the time. The difference between good players and great players in the NFL. It's not really talent, it's consistency, man. Yeah. And can you do it consistent? Can you make those stats and those plays consistently week in and week out? Can you limit your bad plays? So uh, that's really where, where my focus is right now, just trying to find ways where I can be more consistent and really be a catalyst for the offense. And uh, in terms of what it's like to play in Arizona, man, I love it. You know, Obviously, <coughs> training camp is uh, a little devastating with the heat. <laughs> but uh, other than that, man, you know, great fan base, great atmosphere, great city. Not a lot of distra I mean a lot lot of distractions, you know, but a nice little vibe with the city and everything like that. And I love the the culture in the locker room, man. You know, we got a young team and um, we really depend on each other, we kinda lean on each other, you know, we're all trying to just find a way to make a name for ourselves. And then you got the guys like before we traded Sizzle, we had T Suggs, you got Larry, you got Peppy. So you got guys who are very established and then it's just young guys. And I kinda like that build up because the guys who are established like Chandler, Larry, Patrick, they kinda set the tone, they set the example. And you have such these young guys who are trying to make a name. We're just calling to be like them, man.
2: Yeah, and, and the veteran leadership yeah. is obviously so important. When you've got young guys, I mean, the split position guys, yourself, obviously Kyle Murray, yeah. who, you know, are really, uh, you know, you could be the 49ers. Maybe.
1: Right. You're right, man. That's what right? I'm saying. Like, it's amazing. I've seen a stat where um, – They said, like, every year you take the playoff teams, it's always, like, four or five new teams from both conferences every year that that are new playoff teams. So, like, you never know when your year is. I mean, a year ago, San Francisco 49ers were 2-14, second pick. So uh, it's it's all about just really, man, sticking to the process, sticking to the script, and just grinding every day.
0: Uh, Last question before we let you go. Uh, You touched on Kyler Murray, obviously a two-sport athlete. Yeah. Did you play other sports growing up, or did you always think about football?
1: I played football and basketball. But, I mean, obviously, I knew it wasn't gonna be six five. So we kind of so basketball is more so for fun, but uh, I really just tried to focus on football for me, just because I wanted to get to the NFL so badly. When did you
2: start
1: playing? Five. Five. five was my my first practice. I came home crying, <laughs> and I'll never forget it. My father so told I. me I told him I wanted to quit, and my father told me yeah, in life when you start something, you finish it, and if you don't like it after it's done, you ain't gotta mm-hmm. play it every game, but. So he, he brought me up on that never-quit mentality early, and I'm so glad I decided to What was to the youth
2: program you played in?
1: Swatera Tigers. It was, uh, oh, what was that league? I think it was like the KFC League or something like that, but Swatera Tigers, I played I for that. See, I can play in the KFC There you go. I mean, that, that's yeah. my kind of that's, that's your kind of league. Definitely extra, 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 <laughs> extra, extra crispy.
2: Extra yeah. crispy, for sure. Um, and then
0: Chase, for people who want to know more about you, follow you are You on social media? And, I am. And what are what are some of your handles?
2: So we make sure uh, Twitter and
1: me. Instagram, both chaseedmonds22. Cool. Yes, sir.
2: All right. Well, continued Best of luck, Jesus, Thank you so much for taking the job, time and joining us on the. the We're going to do show. the Fordham fight song. Though. Ah, I, I, do. Can, I can do the. Ford. better Fordham. That's funny. Uh, there M- you go. Joe, I mean, Joe was one seven blocks of granite, so yeah. you know right. he, he's he's about the same demo. I'm a chair. Yeah, so, um, no, but thank you so much. Continue. Best of luck so. with everything. Um, and uh, next year we look forward to being back here. And uh, you won't be available
1: Hopefully. for this session, right? You'll be playing. There you go. So. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for Great. having me. Take Thanks. care.
0: Once again, this was the Columbia University Sports Podcast. I'm Joe Favorito with our co-host Scott Rosner here at Radio Row. We'll see you down the road.